0: Hello, and welcome to Pager's Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where I, your host, Pager Dashen, talk about various story ideas and concepts. Today, I didn't really plan anything. I'll be honest, I kind of, this week was, it was the week right before spring break for school, um, and yeah, I was far too excited about that. Um, I wasn't able to think of very many story ideas, but... I've had the I've had another idea. I figured episodes like this where I couldn't really come up with anything new as far as stories go, I could read a story, like one of the stories I've already written. So, today we are reading Glitched Wings. I forget when I started writing this. But yeah, so let's get started. this world, hero and villain alike are born with wings. Those who aren't are gifted with mechanical ones. Having this gift, civilization has learned to build upward towards the skies. The grounds below stay barren with dirt, known to others as no man's land. But to one of our very important characters, it is home. It is safe to her, and for a very good reason too. But you'll find out why eventually. Given time, she'll confess. Phi woke up to her alarm clock and sat up, stretching and yawning. Time for another day, she thought to herself. Another day of patrol. Vi was part of the SPA, Sky Protection Agency. She loved it. It made her feel important and useful. Vi flew into the kitchen, stopping by the fridge and pulling out a can of soda. She opened it and took a sip when someone caught her attention. S was sitting at the window, staring down. Hey, S! What you up to? Vi asked energetically. S didn't look up. Violet, do you ever wonder what's down and S looked at Vi, gesturing downwards. There. She took another sip. Sometimes. Why? S <laughs> shook their head. I just thought I saw something. Vi shrugged. Maybe. There's a rumor that something's down there. Nobody's sure what, but maybe, just maybe, there's someone down there. Vi t- looked at the clock that hung on the- in the kitchen. She was going to be late again. She started to make her way to the door. I gotta go. Don't burn the house down! Vi called as she walked out the door. Es just gave her a bored look. No promises. Vi just chuckled, even though she knew they weren't joking. See ya. Bye. Don't fall and die. No promises. For. Climby, climb, climb. At least since she was 13, right? Climb, don't look down. Climb, uppy. She'd fallen when she was around 10, but it took a while for her to recover. Stupid bird people. She learned to climb up the pipes and other various structures that supported this strange city. Arrogant little featherheads. almost to the flat. I'd complain about this if it wasn't for the side of me that whatever stop thinking to yourself. She pulled herself up quickly not wanting to attract any attention to herself. She stood up dusting herself off. Now she could go wherever she could. That was accessible by foot. The more fancy stuff was higher up but it was fine to her, for her. She didn't mind. She couldn't afford it anyway. The dark skeleton walked over to where the t- she typically went. It wasn't really a bar per se but that's what it looked like. She walked in and a few people recognized her. They would say hi and go back to what they were doing. She made her way to the counter and sat down. The bartender noticed her and grinned. Well, if it isn't Vine, she co- she scoffed playfully. Nope, this is Jim. Someone walked over and sat next to Vine. Hey, the person said, what's today's schedule? Vine just glanced at them. They wore a faded sky blue hoodie, the hood over their head, and a purple bandana that looked somewhat old. Just the usual, Concord. Nothing. The skeleton grinned. Nothing, she echoed. The usual. The the bartender chuckled. Just keep me out of it, you two. Concord laughed in response. Vine just grinned. Of course, we wouldn't want the only person who actually treats us like people to get pulled into something. For the sake of the safety of your innocence, we won't dream of it. And they continued to chat for a little bit until it became noon. Concord and Concord and Vine walked out and looked around. Hey, uh, Vine? The darker skeleton looked at her. Yeah? Do you think we should maybe not split up? Just for today? Vine thought for a minute. She was a little shocked that she was actually considering this. No, she can't now. No, besides, if one of us gets caught, then the other can bail her out. Concord looked away, nodding. Right, right. She looked back at Vine. Well, see ya. Bye. Don't get caught. No promises. Fine waited until Concord was out of sight. Once she was, she started to walk in the direction of where she typically went. On her way there, she had a thought. How come no one notices me? Grant said there were others who preferred to walk than to fly. But they didn't cover their wings, and it isn't like she blended in with her surroundings exactly either. She wore dark clothes that stood out like a broken wing in the brightly colored city. Finally, she got to her destination, the place where any sane person wouldn't expect a petty petty crime. The SPA headquarters. She would usually just sit and watch as people came and went, admiring the flight patterns and whatnot. Nobody noticed her, and nobody needed to. She would just watch silently and walk around. Maybe pickpocket someone every once in a while, but that was pretty much it. She wouldn't get anything major from anyone when she would pickpocket them. Just some change, usually. Flying felt a little bored today for some reason. She wanted a challenge. But who could she possibly- There was a colorful blur as someone fell in front of her with a hard thump. She froze. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to get in your way. The person attempted to stand up, but wobbled a little. Vine helped up, helped her up, grabbing her arm to steady her. It's fine, I wasn't paying much attention anyway. Who? Well, I gotta get going. Thanks. The person stood on her own. She started to fly away when she felt a l- the little compartment sack that was on her belt. Where was her golden pencil? Oh no, she looks back to see the person that helped her up, walking away, the pencil sparkling from her pocket. Hey, she shouted. Vine looked up at her with an innocent look, but when the person started to fly towards her, she lost the look and started to run. She couldn't help but laugh. She was so scared. The person swooped down swooped down to try and get in front of her, but Vine took a hard left, barely dodging as the person attempted a grab. She kept sprinting, an edge in sight. Vine smiled. Maybe she could do this. The person let out a small growl, and there was a loud whoosh as Vine felt a gust of wind behind her. Uh-oh. Stop! The person must have seen where she was ha- headed. Don't go there! Well, I've spent a good portion of my life there, so you can just shut your little feathered mouth. Vine got to the ra- to the railing and immediately scaled it. No! The person dived down to follow her, but Vine was never to be seen. What the... Mm-hmm. The person looked around, just desperately. Where could she have gone? Vine held back a laugh. This position was uncomfortable, and she didn't want to give herself away. A safe. The person locked eyes with her. Oh, screw my life. Vine stayed perfectly still, awkwardly staring back at her. The person just gave her a bored look. "'You know I can see you, right?' "'No, I'm not here,' the person sighed. <sighs> "'Yes, you are.' "'No, I'm over there!' She pointed behind the person, and she looked in that direction. How to climb, Vine started to silently, quickly climb her way down. If she could get to the ground, she was safe. She knew every nook and cranny of the ground. She hid behind pipes as she climbed down. The person seemed to be looking for her again. Pipe after pipe, object after object, and finally, with one last jump she would be home safe. She landed with a small thump and silently ran to a corner. Vine let out a sigh of relief, only to hear someone next to her. You know, it's really hard to be quiet on metal pipes, right? Vine nearly screamed, clutching her chest after suppressing it with a weird sound. Don't do that! She glared at the person. And what are you doing here? She was whispering for some reason. Not even she knew why. I want my pencil back. The person harshly put out her hand. Now give it. Well, I just eyed her. Why should I? The person gave her a stern look. She then pulled something out of the pouch on her belt. It was a badge for the S.P.A. So that's what that was in her pouch. I should have grabbed that, not the stupid pencil. Well? The person snapped her out of her thoughts. Well, well, I hate to break it to you, but you can't do anything while well down here, officer... Violet? She sighed. Just call me Vi. What kind of explanation was that? Oh, you wanted an explanation? Vi seemed to momentarily lose her cool for a second. Yes. In fact, why don't you just come with me? What's your name? Play dumb. What's a name? Not that dumb idiot! You just told me mine. Surely you know what a name is. Fine cough talk really. Yeah, sorry, just a little uh, sick is all. Um... The name's Jim. What was she doing? Vine didn't know anymore. Alright, Jim. Just come with me. Vine made the move to grab her, but Vine stepped back. No! No. uh, I'm good down here. Vine looked around. You live here? Kinda. Now, if you could excuse me, I'm late for, uh, lunch or whatever. Vine tried to slip away, but Vine flew after her. How long have you been down here? Vine heard her, but started running. She didn't know. Come back! Can we just talk? No. No. People like you pry into others' lives. Vine just kept running until she saw a place to hide. Vine was still right behind her. Jim! Stop! Vine made a mistake saying that was her name. She just wanted to be left alone for a while now. Leave me alone! She found herself shouting. She ran inside in the hiding spot, locking the door. She was breathing heavily. She put her hand in her pocket. Good. The pencil had fallen out. Now to pray, she forgets me like everyone does. Vine stumbled over to where she typically slept. It was just a pile of blankets and pillows that she kept in the corner. She laid down and closed her eye sockets. Too much has happened today. Way too much. Vine eventually drifted off to sleep. not really supposed to go out. Well, they were, but some they always stopped them. So many people. So they just sat by the window all day, staring at the world. It amused them, really. So many people. Every set of wings were different, reflecting someone's life. Colorful and not. So many people. Everyone wore different clothes. Different styles. So many threats. Sometimes they'd have to take a break and walk around the house. It was hard work to watch the world go by without you in it. Making it go to madness? No, no, I'd, I'd be the one going to madness. Don't be silly. S would go right back to the window, though. They didn't sleep. S didn't need, need to. They didn't eat. S didn't need to. They didn't even think most of the time. S didn't want to. They probably should go to the hospital or something. Their head doesn't feel right most hours of the day, but they can't tell Violet. If they did, she'd be all over them and worried. She'd stop going to work. She'd smile less. Probably make her life go down the drain. As shook their head. No. They refused to be the reason for her problems. Being here was already a lot. As pressed their forehead against the glass like they did when they were bored. That was Violet. She was usually home by now. Almost as if on-demand, the front door was unlocked and opened. I walked in. Hey, yes! Hi! How's your day? I seemed to momentarily freeze. It was... She gave them a nervous smile. Good! Her voice was high-pitched. What happened? Skip the the pr- skip the pleasantries while you're at it. She gulped. Okay, don't get mad... or upset... Those are the same thing. I lost the gold pencil. The room was silent. You... What? S whispered as if this was a deadly topic. And it was. Violet, this could be a huge problem. Vi stared- Vi started waving her hands in front of her, probably trying to release her anxious energy. I know, I know, I know! I didn't mean to! I fell on my way to work and someone... Helped me up! I- ch- And it turned out that she took it! So I chased her, knowing how important it is, but we ended up going all the way to no man's land! What? And she ran off when I asked her if she lived there, so I just decided to go to work. Completely freaked out the whole time. Grape didn't notice. Thank the creators, but I'm already on the thread here! S stood up, making Vi go quiet. It's fine. Just go to sleep. Don't worry about it. But! No, Violet. I'm not going to hear it. Go to bed. You can look for it tomorrow morning. Vi sighed and flew to her room. Fine. Good night, S. Go to sleep, they firmly urged. I couldn't help but grin. No promises. S. waited for at least an hour before sneaking out. Nobody can just have that pencil. They walked out the door, careful shutting it, carefully shutting it behind them. They had to be quiet. Nobody could see them out here. They started mumbling to themselves as they flew down to no-man's land. They had to find this... person. She took the pencil. That was mistake one. As silently flew around, there was a lot more junk than they had thought there was. Junk that... that... someone could hide in. They mumbled to themselves. They landed and glanced around. Was someone watching them? It felt like it. They closed their eyes, taking a deep breath they opened them their eyes glowing gold there it is you little rat as growled, picking her up by her coat collar she started to glitch put put me d- down she squirmed trying to loosen her their grip they just slammed her back into the wall where's the pencil she looked up at them i, I don't know. N- no it it fell out of my pocket They looked around, their body not pudging at all for the skeleton in in their hands. They looked back at her. Show me where you went. Then let me go. As fell silent for a minute. Fine. They set her down and moved their hands away. A black string was was connecting her arm to their hand. No running off. No promises. Then no deal. They grabbed her again, but she moved out of the way just in time. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll show you where I went. She started to walk in a direction, pulling S along with her. They walked in silence for a long time before S spoke up. What's your name? She hesitated for a, no- for a moment. Not again. The name's Jim. What's- No, that's not your name. Not the one you use. The one that makes you feel safe. She gave them a confused look. How do you- I don't- I just have a tendency to say and observe things I shouldn't even know that exist in the first place. If you know Jim isn't my actual name, then how come you asked for it in the first place? Because I was trying to be polite, she scoffed. (laughs) Gee, thanks. You're welcome. No, that's not- She sighed. Alright, I'm- I'm preferred- My preferred name is Vine. Who are you? Call me us. It's the only name I can properly handle. Vine muttered some confused words to herself, but as ignored her. They saw the pencil now. They moved ahead of her, the string sliding off her arm. She watched as they mindlessly walked over to the sparkly object and picked it up. Safe, they muttered to themselves. You're welcome, Vine said harshly. They looked at her, their face sending a shiver down her spine. No thanks to you, rat. And without another word, they flew off. Vine awoke with a start. Was that a dream? It felt so real to her. The bustling from life above ripped her out of her, tho- her rabid thoughts. Whatever. Doesn't matter now. Gotta get a move on. Vine climbed out of the hiding spot and looked up, sighing. Was she tired now? She'd been doing this for so long. Why would she be affected now? She grabbed the pipe and pulled herself up with a grunt. Her body was so tired... Why? She grabbed the next object, this time her foot slipped, making her fall down back to the floor where she came from. She felt the world fade. She must have landed on her head wrong. Sound started to fade. Was someone talking to her? Sight started to fade. Such pretty wings. Jim, if you fall, I won't go looking for you. You'll be on your own. Is this why you took my wings? Don't be absurd. Of course not. I took them for an <laughs> You took them because you were jealous. First of all, don't speak to me so disrespectfully. Second off, why would I be jealous? Don't act like I don't know. Why should my daughter have them when I don't? Jim... No! Don't call me that. I've hated that name since day one. Day one of what, Jim? Day one of... 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 Who is she? Jim. 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 Jim, stop backing up. Why? Jim, you won't like what happens if you do this. What if I hate this in and of itself? then you sure as won't like what happens if you do it. I'm sure it's far better than this. Jim. Jim! Falling. 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 Away from this life. Vine? Someone was leaning over her. She... Moaned, Fine held her skull. It hurt so bad. She looked at the person. It was S. S. Why are you here? This is the house I reside in? What were they- Where was she? Now she noticed the soft couch she was laid out on. She looked around, bewildered at where she was. What the- She immediately got up and ran to the door. She opened the door, about to run out, when S. grabbed her shoulder, her feet- went flying in front of her, and she nearly turned at us right in, right then and there. They were so high up. She immediately let herself be pulled back, instantly pushing herself against the wall, clutching onto it. This is it, I'm gonna die. Holy S gave her an agitated look. Watch your language when you're in this house. They shut the door, turning to her. Interesting. Someone in this universe with acrophobia Vine didn't budge. Echo what? Acrophobia, the fear of heights. Got it. Arachnophobia. No, n- no, that's that's the fear of spiders. Acrophobia. Whatever, freak. Fine. Seemed to pull herself off the wall. There was claw marks from her clutching. Aside, the least you could do is show some kindness. They walked into what appeared to be a kitchen and pulled something out of the fridge. Here, they handed it to her. This should help distract her senses from the pain. Fine gave them a suspicious look. How do I know you're not trying to kill me, freaking <laughs> they muttered, face palming, their hands slid off their face. It's soda, Violet loves the stuff. Just drink it. Vine rolled her sockets and took a sip. It did taste kinda good, kind of good. I sat in front of a window, staring out of it. So why are you living down here down there? Obviously, you're scared to live up here, but there's another reason I can't tell. Vine almost choked. How did they know all of this? There was no way that they were just another person in the city. It just feels safer to me. She took another drink. The stuff tasted so good. S looked at her, their eyes bearing into her like daggers. You just reinforced my fear statement. Vine sighed. I just... There's no reason for me to be up here. S raised an eyebrow. And why is that the case? Vine... St- buttered a random excuse out. I, uh, can't find a job. I looked back out the window. That isn't That isn't true. That nice bartender has offered you a job opening and still hasn't opened. Stop lying to me. What is it? Vine considered actually telling them for a moment. Maybe it could feel good to tell someone. No, no. I can't tell anyone. I... Vine sighed. I don't feel comfortable telling people. S glanced at her, but looked back into the win- back out the window. Fine, then. Suffer in silence. S commented. S- S's comment nearly made Vine yell at them, but instead she stopped herself, letting out a little strange sound. It sounded pathetic. Like me. S sighed. Sorry, that came out wrong. Let me rephrase that. If you don't open up, how's Violet supposed to help you? Vine looked up at them, confusion on her face. What are you talking about? Vi doesn't know you exist? No, that's what you keep telling yourself. You want her to forget you. You want the entire city to- That's not true, and you know it! Vine stood up in anger, Esk gave her a cool glance, and then shrugged. Right, I do know. You like being friends- well, more like partners- with Concord. And that bartender is the closest example of a parent you have. But getting back on topic, Violet is the one who found you, half passed out in the dirt. And she came closer and you were completely out. So she took you here, worried as all get out, and she's probably stressing out Brooke right now. Mine felt her face get a little hot. How genuine would you say her worry was? What was she doing? Kicking the door open, nearly breaking it off its hinges, carrying you bridal-style in her arms, and then somehow gently putting you on her bed, running into the kitchen- Okay, okay, I get it. Thanks. And... How did I end up on the couch? Seriously, what was she doing? I moved you. Only one person sleeps in that bed, and it's a Violet. Vine nodded. I get it. The two stood in silence for a bit, until S decided to speak up. I think I should take you somewhere. It could help you. Vine became rigid in defense. With what exactly? Your fear. I could tell that you like Violet. If you get over your fear, you could hang out with her more. Vine folded her arms and squinted at them. How do I know what? The- How do you know that I need help? As suddenly stood up and opened the front door, Vine gripped onto the kitchen counter so hard, they then shut the door and walked over to her, wrenching one of her hands out of the polished granite slab. I'd say that these claw marks are about two inches deep. That's not really great for anyone with fears such as yours. Vine looked away and pulled the other hand out of the counter, rubbering it. Alright, so... Where is this place, anyways? S looked out the window. Oh, just halfway across the city. Halfway across the city? What? How are we gonna get there? S looked back at her. Flying, unless you got any other better ideas. Vine started to breathe heavily. I... I... I just... I can't fly As nodded, I thought you'd say that? Your wings freeze up because you're scared, huh? Alright, and that is it. Um, I hope you liked it. Let me know, um, if you would like to read more. Uh, I actually... So... I haven't finished writing this story. I'm sorry if the if I left off on a bad place. I tried to make it as seamless as possible. Till it's like, okay, we could we could leave off here. Um, but yeah, I just went through ten pages of this. That's actually hmm, that was pretty good. Um, and so yeah, let me know if you liked it. I'd like to know your opinion, and let me know if you actually like this idea of stories and I get to read off mine that I wrote. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm probably gonna share this with a few friends, cause they're constantly like, whoa, you write stories? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, I can't find time to read them! I'm like, oh, okay! Uh, but now I could be like, oh yeah, here's a podcast where I read some of them. Um, anyways, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, ow. Uh, but thank you for listening. This has been Pager's Peculiar Podcast. Um, if you would like to contact me, which again please do, I'd like, I'd love to hear people's comments and just ideas if they have any too. Um, I you can email me at patricia14 at gmail.com um, And if <laughs> um, I'm actually in two other podcasts, my personal favorite is Judgment Awaits with. Myself and Ari Urban, uh, we read our 12-year-old t- middle school grade fanfic. It's very cringy. We basically reread, re-explain, and re-cringe. Yeah, that's what Ari says, I believe. Um, I like it. It's funny, hilarious, chaotic. Uh, it has a bunch of fandoms in it. It has Undertale, Pokemon, a pinch of Gravity Falls maybe a few others, too, um, yeah. And so, the other one that I'm involved in is Committed to Memory, basically, Ari Urban and their friend, Lin, explained to me Kingdom Hearts, but the issue is, is they can't say any character's name that isn't exclusive to Kingdom Hearts, so they can say Sora, but they have, a ha- they have to have a nickname for, like, Goofy or Donald, um, it's very chaotic, I love that one as well please go check those out, and thanks for watching. Or rather, listening. Ah, bye.